Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Recently, in our culture, we are experiencing some tough times. There's mass school shootings of elementary school children. There's road rage, assaults, there's robberies, there's theft, and there are all kind of things going on. I believe that we are experiencing the result of fatherlessness and the breakdown of the family structure over the last generation. Today and for the next few days, I'm going to be sharing messages about fathers and the influences that the fathers can have in the life of their children that changes our culture. If you are a man, I want you to listen to this message today. And if you're a woman, I want you to call the man in your life and tell him to listen to this message as we walk in the light of God's word. We have a tendency to view who God is through our earthly father relationship. But God, however, is the perfect example of what a good father is and what a good father should be. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 9, Jesus was talking to the Pharisees again and to those who were his disciples. And he said, which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone, if you're a father? Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, knows how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Jesus said, you got a heavenly Father who knows how to give good things to his children. One of the first things we're told about our father is that he will and he's able to provide good gifts to his children. And the best gift he gave us was his son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross. He gave that to us. For God so loved the world that he, what? Gave his only son that whoever would believe on him would not have to perish but shall have everlasting life. And because of our relationship to God, we have access to the Father. We have access. Somebody say access. I mean, we can go to him. He's our father. We can go to him. Some of us were intimidated to go to their fathers. I was intimidated to go ask my father for anything. But my heavenly father said, come to me boldly. See, I didn't know whether my father was going to give it to me or whether I had to hear a lecture or whatever it was if I asked him for something. My earthly father, although he was a good man, he wasn't going to give you no money. By the time he gave you a dollar, you could have earned it. <laughs> and that's what he wanted you to do. I'm not giving you nothing to go out and make some money. When I come to God, he's not that way. He says, come, make your request known. Open your mouth and I will fill it. Make your request known. You have not because you ask not. Come to God with everything in prayer and thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. He says, I'm your father. I'm interested in what's going on in your life. Come and talk to me. I want to spend some time with you. And because we can go to God as father, that alleviates the fear that would exist when going to an unapproachable God. When Jesus said to his disciples, you go and the first thing you say, our father, you know, they knew that their experience with God, God was unapproachable. 
And he's saying, you call him your father. He's not an unapproachable God. Some of them remembered uh, when they wanted to approach God out there in the wilderness on the mountain, how the mountain shook and fire came out and things started rattling. They said, we don't want to go close to that God. But Jesus said, no, he's your father now. And the knowledge of God's fatherhood gives us also hope for a future. He has the whole world in his hands. And he's our father. He's in charge of everything. Knowing God as our father settles the matter of our loneliness. If you're lonely. Even if we, if we are rejected. If we are forsaken by our family, by our friends, by our fellow believers, by the co-workers, by the world. We know that our heavenly father will never leave us. Nor will he forsake us. He says, I'm always with you. Lo, I will be with you even to the ends of the world. I'm with you everywhere you go. You cannot get away from my presence. You can't get away from my love. If you go to the deep, deepest part of the ocean, I'll be there with you. If you go to the highest mountain, I'll be there with you. God says, I'll be with you wherever you go. Nobody else may like you, but I love you. We are not alone. When we say our Father, we are acknowledging that there are others of us. When we say our Father, that means your Father too. We have brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. That's why the scriptures tell us to honor one another, to serve one another, to build up one another, to pray for one another, to fellowship with one another. We're all in the same family. And we're going to spend eternity together. If I don't like you here, I ain't going to like you for eternity. He's going to sit you right by me in heaven. I don't want to sit over there. I don't like them. Well, God's going to sit you right next to them in heaven. And you got to stay there for the eternity. So you better start liking them here. Why? Because we are all together. He said, no, nah, he didn't say just my father. He said, our father. Come on, say that. Say, our father. Our father. Our father. We're all in this together. You know, when you have fathers, everybody that wants what is due them and the benefits of the family. If there's a, a will, everybody comes together and want to know what the father has provided for us all. Knowing God as our father settles the matter of our resources. All the resources of heaven are available to us when we trust God as our heavenly supplier. It was God who says, test me and see if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Paul put it this way, and my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's your father who have everything. The gold and the silver is his. His hills. The cattle on a thousand hills belongs to God. And also the hill. The hill belongs to him too. God has everything. He has the whole wide world in his hand. And he's your father. So what you got need of? Our father indicates God's eagerness to lend his ear to us. He want to lend his power to us. Give us this day our daily bread. He wants to give us his blessings. As we come to him, we are his children. He's looking for us. Now, if you're a good parent, you want your child to have the best that you can afford. You want him, if you're a good parent, you want him to have the best. You don't want him just to, to have the minimum. You want him to have the best. You want, to, you want him to have the name brand stuff. You don't want him to have the name brand I say, if you're a good father, you want him to have the name brand stuff. 
So God wants you to have his best. And whatever God have is his best. He doesn't have different brands. He got one brand. It's God's brand. It's got his name on it. So whatever he gives you is the best. And, you know, and what you think, what, here's the thing about God, our Father. He has our best interest at heart. Even when we don't know what, is, what we need. Sometimes we asking him for things and God said, now, you want that. You don't need that. Amen. In fact, if you get that, that's going to be to your detriment. I'm not giving that to you. And we're praying and praying and asking and asking and asking. But he's so good. He said, no, you don't want, you want that, but you don't need that. That's not going to be good to you. I'm not going to give that to you because I love you too much. Your toddler can ask for a razor blade all they want to. You ain't going to give it to them, are you? I want to play with that. You're gonna, you don't care what he want to do with it. You know that's not going to be good for him. You, just, you don't even ask. You just snatch it from him. They can cry all they want to, but you're not going to get this. That's not good for you. Here's the thing about your father, God. I want you to, to remember as we close there. Our father is our provider. What do you have need of today? He provides you wisdom, provides you strength, provides you health, provides you direction, provides you uh, resources. He's our provider. Our father is our provider. Our father is our protector. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. Say, Father, I want you to protect my home. I want you to protect my going out and my coming in. I want you to protect all that you've given me. When the storms come, of life comes and the storm comes physically. When the hurricane is coming, we pray over our house. Okay, God, this is your house. We, we give it into your hands for your divine protection. All you have, we prayed over the church. Oh, this, is, this belongs to you. We want your divine protection over what you have given us. Our Father is our protector. Pray over your wives and your daughters as they go out and your sons as they go out because stuff is going on. Rebuke the devourer for our sake. Our Father does that. Our Father is our healer. He says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. He's our healer. Our Father knows how to heal, and he has power to speak and heal and the curse. That's who our Father is. Our Father is our forgiver. When we mess up, God forgives us because our Father is merciful and full of grace. Our Father is merciful. Our Father is hope and our future. Our Father is hoping our future. He's looking out for our well-being, not only while we are here, but in the eternal life. Our Father is our hope in our future. Our Father is our very present help in the time of need. When you have need, ask your Father to help you. Don't just go through there trying to hold on to everything you can, not knowing what to do, without asking the Lord for help. Say, Lord, I need your help. And I need your help at the moment. Learn how to talk to your father and say, Father, I need your help. He's a very, what kind of help? Present help in the time of need. And I find myself having to do that. I'm, I'm working on different things. I don't know how to, how to put this thing together. I don't know what we need to do next. I say, Lord, I, you know, I need your help on this right now. Father, I need your help. Ask him for your help. My help comes from where? The Lord, my help comes from the Lord. Our Father is our mighty deliverer. 
when you don't know how to get out of things that uh, are boundful or holding you back, ask the Lord to deliver you. Our Father is our Savior and our eternal security. God said, no, I'm, just looking out. I'm not just looking out for you while you're here. I'm looking out for you for eternity. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. In my Father's house are many mansions, and there's one with your name on it. You know, you may have a rough time right here, but when you go to glory, you gotta, you're going to walk down the halls and find that mansion with your name on it, and it's going to look like everybody else's. You're not going to be at the bottom of the list. You're not going to be down on the 99%. You're going to be the 1%. You're going to be the one. You're going to be rich. You're going to be walking the streets of gold. You're going to be walking and you're going to walk through those pearly gates. You're going to act like you've been rich. So act like, you, act like you've been there already. Don't be like some of my kin folks. You know, they go to a place. Wow, look at this. Ooh, this is something. I ain't never thought I'd be in a place like this. No, no, don't be like that. Act like you've been somewhere. Thank you, Lord. I'm home. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I certainly hope that you have enjoyed listening to these messages about fathers and the father's influence on the family. God put fathers in the family. In fact, Adam was the first father, and God honored him, and God gave the man instructions and the responsibility to lead the family. If the family is not going right or well, It is the man's responsibility to see to it that things function properly according to God's order. If you would like to hear today's message again, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You will be able to hear today's message as well as previous messages aired on this station. And I want to take the moment to invite every man to join me on Father's Day. If you're not connected in a church, I want you to come and join me. And I have a message for you about the freedom that you can have in Christ Jesus and how to take the responsibility of freedom as we are recognizing that we have come out of slavery and we have been given an opportunity to be successful but the men need to take the lead in leading our family and our children to be productive citizens and to be successful. I have a special message for every father and every man, so come and join me. Wives, bring your husband. Daughters and son, bring your fathers. Bring the men in your life so that we can hear this message. And join us on Sunday, Father's Day, at the Light of the World. We're at 16161 Old Humble Road. God bless you, and I'm looking to see you on that dynamic Sunday.